0: I said, You motherfuckers are crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it.
1: And now for our feature presentation.
0: And she working for Walkers, but not in the store at the head office The head was so good it makes sense why you work at the head office In 2007 I sat in the lobby of Motown and waited Now I walk into the building and golf like nigga we made it All right. When I walk through these halls man this beat should be playing right. I just came to make sure you not missing no payments Not turning shit down while I issue my statement it needed a moment of silence, nigga, we made it. You fly out your lady, I fly out my latest. Bitches can't run on a kid anymore, man, they know what my name is. And if I tell she don't know who I am, she just know that I'm famous. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It the podcast. I'm your host, Jerge, aka Life as I See It. Episode 150. Uh we got Rico Key in the building. Literally. <laughs> uh, we got the homie Gert in the building, the homie Wolves, aka Bad Lungs in the building. And uh, of course, shout out to C, the first lady, the crew. I think she uh she's still on vacay. So uh, you know, enjoy your vacay out there in the sun and all of that. Uh, Before we get started, of course, make sure everybody is subscribed to the pod. If you aren't already, hit that subscribe button on Apple, on Spotify, wherever wherever you're listening. Make sure that you hit the like and subscribe button on our YouTube page. Make sure that you follow us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. And make sure you get all your candles, your smell goods at luxcollectionllc.com uh so uh before we get into any topics uh i do want to first start off by just talking about my event man uh we had my first event uh last night in atlanta it was a success shout out to everybody who came out shout out to all of the vendors uh shout out to the people doing the food just uh just everything i definitely uh you know it's a big deal man putting together an event it's a lot of work it's a lot of bread it's a lot of time and energy a lot of back and forth so shout out to Paige. um you know we definitely came together and uh and we did something i think that we have something so shout out to everybody that was there and i definitely appreciate all of the love and support I'm yeah work work uh so you was there uh you know, I, 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 of course, I'm always going to have a different perspective because I was doing the shit. So as the host, you got everything to worry about. The guests just come and have fun. You just being the guest and being in the building, what were some of your takeaways uh, from, from the
2: event? I said, yeah, Um, basically I pushed through the bullshit. Like, in the beginning, it was kind of shaky, you feel me? People, people wasn't on the same track, electrical problems and all that shit, but we fixed that because... Niggas got too much resolutions. It's up top, you feel me? So push through that. (laughs) Niggas got too much. What? (laughs) Niggas said niggas got too much have the do shit. Now we got too much solutions up top, for me? Like the whole panic attack, we straightened that shit out. You feel me? Got through it. Kids was involved. Everybody showed us all their pieces. Everybody supported. It worked out for me. That shit was well worth it, you feel me? Everybody was happy. Everybody was vibing. You feel me. I ain't seen no mad faces, none of that shit for the first time. Definitely round two next time, that's for sure.
0: And I think um, you know, some of what he's speaking to is like he said, you know, we definitely had some technical difficulties in the beginning. It was some some technical problems going on, and and you know, shit was looking shaky in the very beginning. But you know, part of being in this business, this industry, this field is learning how to make those pivots and adjustments on the fly. Things are going to happen. And that's just life. But, you know, when you're putting something together, things are just going to happen. You have to expect the unexpected. And uh, you know, shit can definitely throw you for a loop because you're still human, but you got to be able to push through it. I think that we did a good job of doing that and most importantly, in everybody that I spoke to or in everybody that kind of, you know, told me how they felt about it. Um, They said they had a great time. They said it was good. They said it was dope. It was a vibe, like, you know, they were impressed. Uh, So, you know, that was good to hear. That was good to hear. So once again, shout out to Paige, shout out to everybody who came through and be on the lookout for, well, first be on the lookout for the visual content because we recorded everything. So, you know, we are gonna blast that out uh, sooner than later. And uh, and then secondly, man, just be on the lookout for the next event because it's definitely the first, but it won't be the last. So, where uh, right. where um so where do I want to begin? Um, I haven't really been because I've been preparing for this uh this event. I haven't really been too too on top of all of the current events. But what I will say is something that came across uh, <laughs> came across my desk, so to speak, is we have been speaking about Deshaun Watson. And officially, the ruling came down that he has an 11-game suspension. And I forget the dollar amount of a fine, but he also has to pay a fine. So, Wolves, now that the ruling came out, we know what he got. Um, do you feel like just from your personal perspective, that it was, well, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about that that ruling?
1: I think um uh, we touched on it last time, right? The court of public opinion outweighs what actually uh you know what I mean the conviction or whatever because he didn't get convicted, right? Still, yeah, he like didn't legally,
0: in order. yeah, legally he uh they they settle all of the civil cases, all of the civil suits. So he wasn't found guilty of anything, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so NFL did what the NFL did. Now, I don't know how much the fine is, and like we talked before, if the money's guaranteed and it's 11 games, you pretty much just telling him he's not playing this season, so prepare for next season. Because who knows what their record going to be like week 11, right, or week 12, or whatever week he's playing. Assuming week 13 with a bye week starting, Right, so he could play anywhere between week twelve to week thirteen. So, right, and then it's his first game. <laughs> so now you wait. It's just, it's just an, it's just an, a recipe for him to just get ready for next year. This year is a wash. It's over. Get your IQ up on the playbook and get ready for next year. That's all I like I Or and stay out fucking massage massage parlors, nigga. Well,
0: that's 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 unfair. That's something. Well, it wasn't even parlors. They would, he would, they would like personal massages. But I mean, as after. Yeah, but you know, Cleveland
1: is. The irony is Cleveland is like one of the biggest places with hella mad. They got like one of the most massage parlors in the U.S. Cleveland.
2: <laughs> so that's how that girl. Yeah, I mean, I feel
0: like, um, you know, what he did was. Deemed by whomever as egregious, right? But I also feel that you saying that, you know, this was a, it's a wash for this season. I don't think that necessarily has to be the case. I mean, if he keeps himself in good enough shape, of course, there's no, there's no replacement for game speed. You just can't replicate that in practice or anywhere else. Uh, But I do believe that, you know, if he keeps himself in decent enough shape, let's say they you know, are still in the playoff hunt or the playoff race around that time. And he's able to provide a certain level of, you know, uh, expertise, for lack of a better word, and, and 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 really kind of step in and even keep them keeping even killed or elevate them. I think, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be over. You know, he could he could very well go to the playoffs and just continue to get better and better as time goes on you know, so... Um... Yeah, if,
1: if, if, if you're playing Madden, yeah, but then, all right, the person that got them to where they got to, right? The the, the team, you're dealing with humans, so the team is, like, rallying behind that QB, then all of a sudden, Dachon just come in, it's a locker room thing, you don't even know how niggas, technically, we still don't know how niggas feel about him on that team, to be honest, I don't know, ain't nobody gonna really say too much, but it's mad, tangible, just besides talent in the game that can, like, Coming to place,
0: where okay, Gert. Uh, what about you? What do you feel about the whole Deshaun Watson uh, ruling? He got the eleven game suspension, and here we are looking at this
3: season. Uh, what's your opinion on it? I think media having a perspective on it is kind of crazy because they don't have any of the information. Um, the NFL came out and said what they said. I don't believe they gave context for what they said. I think they just uh, handed down a decision. So have no idea what was revealed, have no idea what they said. Um, they thought that that was accurate. Um, and I don't believe he's appealing the decision. So everybody is saying, oh, he should have got more or he should have got less. What are you basing that off of? It's like you have none of the information, but you have an opinion on something you know nothing about. Isn't
0: that isn't that just common practice anyway?
3: Most people have opinions that no. they don't have a lot of information no, no, no. about. No, most of the situations that happen, there's more information that came out about it right um it went to court it it there's other tangibles that go into people speaking to it but this no one knows anything there were uh allegations allegations got settled so clearly the quote-unquote victims were okay with settling the dispute um he was okay with it because he's not appealing the process, so that's all I could go off of. You know if someone would have said, "No, I want my day in court, it's a different story, right? We're looking at something different, but no one wanted their day in court. no one wanted to see him prosecuted for what he did um so I just I can't have an opinion on that. The only thing I could say is. There's a super fine line between prostitution and massage therapy. I know no one's going to talk about that aspect of it, but there's a lot of prostitution going on in massage therapy. So just for me to condemn him, I can't really do that. Me personally.
0: Well... From the prostitution aspect,
3: why do you say you can't condemn him? Because it could have been prostitutes finding a way to get their chips up. It could. I, I am of the belief. Well, these are, really, these are really are according
0: to the the stories that have been reported these were the actual massage therapists so you're saying potentially they could have been prostitutes disguised as massage therapists is what you're saying
3: what is a happy ending for a massage um yeah that's a sexual act a <laughs> okay so where did that term come from i didn't just make that up that's a term that everybody knows that comes with massage therapy right some version yeah. of it yes what what that, that's a term specialized for that act Mm-hmm. You get a massage and you get a happy ending. Prostitution, by definition. Mm-hmm. So I went in the room. I don't know what happened. I know Robert Kraft got jammed up in the same way and that shit just got swept under the rug, right? It, it was um, prostitution uh, uh, um, wrapped up in massage therapy. I'm not saying that's what this is. I'm saying that two businesses run hand in hand. So for me to just, I'm not, I'm not saying that these ladies were, I'm not saying that they weren't. I'm saying, I don't know. So until I get more information, I just got to keep my opinion to myself, but everybody is dancing around that fact that these two uh, industries play ball together. All right.
0: Well, I, I know you said like, um, you think, oh, I don't know, if, Gert, you said this, but you said you think that um, he should just stay out of massage parlors or or whatever. And I'm saying, you know, as an athlete, getting a massage is pretty, not just routine, but it's necessary. Like, it's
3: necessary. Like, your body- have, have you in the necessary, too, for total no. relaxation? <laughs> it's not necessary, no. I think, I, I think you will go back and look. Yo, them shits really go uh, hand in hand for total relaxation. If you really want to get to the science of it. And that's me. That ain't a doctor saying that. Uh, And you're speaking of the release aspect is what you're speaking to. After the massage, at least there's, I'm pretty sure medically, I could come up with something medically that that release helps. I don't know. We just got to keep it a B all the way across the board. Like, it, it, it people dance around these facts, and this, this is real shit. If you go to a massage parlor and you say, yo, and I'm talking to anyone, if you say, yo, what about a happy ending? That's not going to be a foreign word that they never heard. They're going to know exactly what you're talking about. Say yes, and they're going to say no. So to be a professional athlete, I'm pretty sure he ain't the only one doing that, or You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't the first time they have been put in that situation. But with the beef with the team and all of that, it it could be spun any type of way.
0: And keep in mind, too, I don't think in the Deshaun Watson case, it was like a happy ending situation. They were saying more so that he was like positioning himself or, you know what I mean, he fucking – he was, yeah, he basically was like positioning himself. I don't think they said that he asked for any sexual acts to be performed. I don't think that's any of the claims.
3: That's even crazy, a nigga was making a cover jump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, you being touched to certain areas and if, you know what I'm
3: saying, certain
0: reactions. You know, why
3: like, that like... keep jumping down there, dog? Come on, <laughs> come on, bro, but it's like, Let's look at the shit in a in, uh, reality aspect is all I'm saying. Like, take it for what it is. I don't know. But I'm, and also too, as people, right? Um, if, if, if we're speaking to, I'm saying like workplace sexual harassment, right? The advance is legal the advance after being denied or told not to do that is where you get into um, sexual harassment.
0: Well, no, I would disagree yes. because it, no, they, they, certain, no, no, listen, jobs have rules in place. So if, if your act, if your advance is part of a violation of what the rules Determine you can't do or is acceptable in the workplace, then you are legally in violation of that.
3: You gotta to explain to me
0: how that happens. What do you mean? When you when you when you sign up for a new job, they have all of this paperwork and whatever the case may be. And part of their policy, certain jobs, they have a sexual harassment thing, and you're essentially agreeing to respect everybody in the workplace, make everybody feel comfortable, um, don't uh what no fraternizing, like there's certain things that
3: are outlawed and outlined. You would have to if if you're saying that to be the rule, then mm-hmm. there would have to be no people together who work at that job site. What do you mean? You're saying they have a policy, right? right. And in their policy, if it says no fraternizing, right. If two people are married that work there, they are in violation of the policy. So they should be fired. Well, you know, there are and I am know we're getting super
0: technical, but there are uh, subtexts to rules. Are you uh, dancing? No, I'm not. Dan- no, I'm not. No, I'm not dancing because certain rules have subtext. They say no fraternizing uh, unless or not even unless no fraternizing. Right. But that doesn't say that that doesn't say that you can't be married and, and, and is- at the same job. You, they're saying in the workplace. It, it can't be no smooching and and all
3: of this other smooching and all of that stuff. What I'm saying is, at man and well, whoever, two people, right? Where where it comes to policy, you have to go to letter of the law. I, w- w- what do you
0: think? I mean, you know, you may not be a super NFL fan like that, but we've been talking about the the, song, the Sean Watson case on the pod in terms of his alleged involvement in sexual misconduct via massage therapists that have given him massages as he's you know been in texas as a quarterback and 24 massage therapist women came out in different instances and said they've experienced him um um basically like he was like exhibiting acts of sexual misconduct whatever that means because each particular woman had a different claim that was all kind of similar. So he got the 11 game suspension. What is your viewpoint on? Um, I guess what we're speaking to now, the whole aspect of not being able to fraternize in the workplace, if that is the letter of the law via the rule at your job, if you can't fraternize in the workplace, and then you do so, is that, well, that is a violation, right? So I don't even think that's a question. So
3: here's what I'm saying, right? When you look at the Louis C.K. shit, Louis C.K. was asking women, could he jerk off in front of them? mm -hmm. They said, yes. There's no job in the world who's going to fire you for that. But because of his profession, it got a little bit sketchy. Right, because they're, they're, he is the whole thing. So, if they would
2: have
0: Hold on, hold on, hold You said there's no job in the world that's going to fr- fire you for um suggesting something ask. like that and 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 the other person agreeing to it in the workplace.
3: Yeah, it's not it's not about it being in the workplace, you can't, is though. It, it is. Oh, so, no, if it, I actually that's you, what we're talking I, about. I'm saying if if if, if, a, if a person asks. Right, and that person says yes legally, there's nothing that the job can do it's when I'm speaking to sexual harassment is when you ask and they say no and you ask again that sexual harassment.
0: I disagree bro I well no harassment yes misconduct is a different thing
3: misconduct so now when we go to so now when we go to the misconduct. The advance is not what's frowned upon. It's you asking after, it's you coming back after being denied and you um keep going.
0: Nah, then you saying if the same thing
3: for both then. If he did whatever he did and they say, yo, you wildin' shorty, cut it out. And he kept going, that's where it's, yo dog, what you doing?
0: Bro, if you have sex at your job, on your break, and it's consensual and the boss finds out, they can absolutely fire you. What are you saying?
3: Okay, so is that what you're saying he did?
0: No, he didn't have sex, but what I'm saying, but 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 what I'm saying is
3: we're speaking to what he did that he's being punished for. All
0: right. All right. If you're
3: if you're at if you're at your job and if you, I'm getting a massage, a professional massage at work, okay, I'm making the cover jump where's the <laughs> ground for me to be fired at where's the ground for me you could say that's inappropriate but there's nothing to the letter of the law that I'm doing to say yo we're firing you for that's a different Well, he order. didn't, well, he didn't, didn't get it keeping it with Deshaun Watson he didn't get fired but he You're was reprimanded. even if we say him reprimanded right if, if I'm if I'm in a massage and I'm laying there ass naked I can't control if my penis gets erect or not that's an uncontrollable bodily function, right? So it's it's. What are y'all punishing me for? You're punishing me for having an erection, or I don't know what was happening in there, and right. I'm not saying I do. That's what I'm speaking to is what did he actually do that required him to get the punishment that he got? If if we're really looking into it, and I'm saying none of that information has been displayed. So for anybody, it to maybe say, it's been
0: displayed, and maybe you we just don't know, because in fairness to the people who have been covering it, they're more invested in it than we are, and they're more like, played. for example, like the NFL absolutely has way more information than we do. Yes, but I'm talking about journalists and media. Don't have media have the ability to obtain the same information though?
3: How do they have the ability to obtain it? Because it's public information. What's public? It, there's no court proceeding. Nothing happened that made that information public. The, the
0: the, women... What made the information public was not only the reports, but then, well, basically the reports, the reports, and the claims from the women. That That's what nothing. makes it public. None of that is
3: admissible in court. Why like, isn't?
2: What do you mean? If they went to court,
3: if, if you do to go testify, it means nothing.
0: Well, what we're talking about is the misconduct. We're talking about the misconduct and the potential for him to have certain consequences for, quote unquote, his behavior. So what I'm saying is he was reprimanded by his job even after he was uh, not found guilty in the court of law. So what was he reprimanded for last season? Last season, I think he sat out because he didn't want to. um, He didn't. He wanted a new deal. He wanted out of Texas. They didn't want to give him what he wanted. So he decided to sit out. He uh, wasn't suspended
3: last year. So you're saying he just didn't play on his... I I don't, yeah, think, he I, didn't, I don't think that's he accurate. Did, he wasn't suspended. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that whole season, it was just him deciding not to play. I think he could not play.
0: Nah, I think he wanted out of Texas. Nobody else picked him up because of all that was surrounding him. And because he didn't want to play for Texas anymore, he said,
3: all right, well, I can't get another job. Fuck it, I won't play. We got to fact check that because to my understanding, he was not allowed to play last season. Okay, but continue with your point. I'm saying that, that so you're saying it, it, essentially it's him being punished double. If he wasn't wasn't allowed to play last year, that's a punishment, right? You got all of this shit going on, you can't play, that's a punishment. And then this season... They're saying eleven games. That's another punishment. So he's being punished twice for the same offense. That's what I'm speaking to.
0: I don't know. I just, I just feel like uh, I'm still rooting for Deshaun Watson, um, and I'm still a, I'm, I'm still a fan of Deshaun Watson. He's a hell of a football player. He's a hell of a quarterback. He's black. I'm rooting for everybody black, and that's just kind of where I stand on that. So shout out to Deshaun Watson and. uh when he does actually touch the field, I'll be watching and I can't wait to see. Um now I don't know. Have any of y'all started to watch uh the The Raising Canaan? You know, because it came back. Uh did any of y'all see either one or two of the first two episodes, if not both? Wolves? I don't know.
1: Yes, sir. I've
0: seen it. You saw a both or you saw the first one? Yeah, I saw both. Okay, I only saw the
2: first one. You seen any of them, sis? I've seen the first one. I ain't not see the second episode. All right, I cool.
0: So um, let's just speak about the first one. Uh, first of all, I believe they said Mario Van Peebles directed that episode, and there was a lot <laughs> of uh there was a lot of um similarities with you know his 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 uh the way he shot it and it was like compared to New Jack City. Um, so you can kind of see that vibe in that episode i thought it was a real good episode i thought it was a good episode to come back on and i do like raising canaan like um i think we this well i don't know if we all decided but i know i said the tommy series is the one that i think is like at the bottom of all of the power spinoffs but anyway speaking of raising canaan speaking of raising canaan i liked episode one woos what did you think about episode one
2: What you thought about it? Ah oh, man, it was cool, but really, from leading off on the last last season episode, I was like, he he going through some mental breakdown. He definitely tapped out. I want to be like a I want to be a street guy. That shit caught up with him. Yeah, he, he you know, tapped he out. Tapped out. But you know, I mean, he's a kid, right? So well, he wanted that, but you could tell he wasn't really like that though. You could like, tell
0: but he, it's it's he different, you know. Off. You 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 shoot somebody as a human being with feelings and emotions. I'm willing to bet a large amount of money that that changes you. You know what I'm saying? You're not the same person you were before you shot that person. Um then if you add the fact that the person that you shot was a cop, And you add to that that you were supposed to kill him, and he's actually alive. That's his father in law. He don't know that's his father. Yeah, but yeah, he don't know that's his father. So you shoot this cop, he's alive. You went away, you know, when shit was hot, and your mom is bringing you back. I think that in particular, um, I think that the mom is the culprit for all of this shit I mean I think maybe that's stating the obvious but I don't think she even has to operate in the way that she's operating especially you know they say a mom you know knows knows their child better than anybody so it's like you know your child why at this point now that you see he ain't really rocking with it you see he don't really want it no more why then would you still kind of push past that uh rules to that you say what
1: yeah man, you know, like you said staying the obvious to mom, but she's she's treating this like a chess piece. You know what I mean? She's treating this whole scenario as as a chess move and um she's still living up to I guess her pops his pops who he think his pops is is a real, you know what I mean, Somebody scary in the streets or whatever. But behind closed doors, that niggas <laughs> and um whatever you got to look at season 1 just to, to know that story they they cut all that i ain't trying to get banned goddamn but was... flag hold on, let me time stamp that one okay got it yeah. But um, yeah out of all the 50 joints this is the best one to me this one in the bmf joint but this one just had it's coming from like a a like you could tell he really you really care about this one. The this other ones one, I right? think Yeah I think like after a while with niggas started with niggas wanted to write ninjas in and all that shit. He like, yo, fuck it, man. Like it's season nine. If y'all niggas wanna write Spider Man in, fuck it. You <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> I already I already got my check from this shit. We good. But yeah. this one is is giving me like they they really sticking even to like the aesthetic of it, like the the old school cars, the clothing, you, know, you see like they're wearing the old school clothes, the low, his cousin Jukebox is a low head. So they showing that little aspects of it. If you don't know, you know, if you do know, you know. Um, the record label, this and the third, the relationships, the dynamics between the uncles. And it's just real all across the board. And you gotta have some kind of emotional attachment to it somewhere. It might not be cany you might like y'all i I, I understand the moms or y'all understand the uncle or i understand this person i I understand the rapper the famous rapper whatever you have something it's something for everybody so that's all i took from um episode one now being that y'all didn't see episode two that would make episode one even more clearer you feel what i'm saying gotcha
0: um and just to piggyback off of the attention paid to detail so to speak You mentioned the BMF joint. I mean, both of them are timepieces. And I mean, BMF is based on the true story. It's the only difference. But they're still in that same era, that 80s era. Like me personally, like that's my favorite shit. You know what I'm saying? I love all of that 80s shit, especially 80s New York shit. Like all of that shit is fire. Um, Culturally, so on and so forth. So I do think that it is ironic that, you know, you say those are your two favorite and they kind of mirror each other in terms of, The aesthetics of the time frame in which they're telling the story. Um, But but I'm definitely going to check out uh, the newest episode. I haven't seen the Game of Thrones prequel yet, but uh, I don't know if you know it is out. It is available right now on HBO Max or wherever you can (laughs) wherever you can watch it Um, and. I'm interested to see where they go with this too, because I was a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, I've been on record and saying that I think that it's the second best cable show of all time next to The Wire. Um, I think because of the intricacies in which they wrote it, the dialogue, um, the storyline, like it was just super fire. And I think that it was it is really that good. So Wolves, I don't even know if you know that it came back, but did you see it by any chance?
1: No, nah, yeah, I was aware that it was coming back. I haven't really been like um keeping up with like yo when it comes back. Cause I do got HBO Max, so I know as soon as I open him up, it's gonna be like da-da-da-da. Yeah, for sure. All in all in the front page. But um yeah, I'm with it, man. I mean, the last season of Game of Thrones was kind of like, yeah. But right. that's what that's what I that with. that
0: fight scene, I think it might have been like episode. Whatever episode before the season finale, like that episode was fire.
1: Like Yeah. So not so not knowing that they're gonna do a prequel and all that, that if you don't know that, if you don't know how many how many avenues they're gonna take with this, because at the end of the day it's a fictional story. So um if you just see that last season and that last whatever, you're going to be like, damn. But now that I know they're doing mad different things and they're going to kind to like... And it seems like that's the model nowadays, right? Like, you stand on some one series and then next thing you know, we're doing hella spinoffs. Like, look at um, Grown-ish, blackish, ish Mixed-ish, this ish <laughs> it's Mad, it's mad spinoffs. So I think that's like the wave now. Like, once one thing sticks, we're going to just... Through man spin-offs, but um I'm oh you know, yeah. Got I'm I'm gonna tap in, you know that. Yeah, I got to. I'll probably
0: check that out today, too. Uh honestly. Um, so I'm interested, man. I you know, because I am a big fan, I don't want it to be trash, basically. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to mess up the brand, and I think that they're fully aware of the pressure that comes with coming out with a prequel, because now we know that this has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Anybody has ever known the story to be Uh, game of Thrones was a book and they were writing the book or they had written the book initially before they even started on the series. So the first few seasons of game of Thrones was based on the book. What ended right, up is, Right. But what ended up happening is kind of to your point a little bit, Once they got to a certain point, they had caught up to the book and passed it and started writing in real time. And a lot of people at that point were saying that "Ah, this is kind of where it took a turn for the worse, because what the fuck is this? Uh, So now with this prequel, to my understanding, I don't think this has anything to do with any book that had been written before. And so it is going to be interesting to see how they how they uh, address this. I mean, it's been about been about two years, a little more than two years. Before we got any Game of Thrones anything. So, you know, I don't know. I just hope that they took their time with it and, and did it the right way. Because when I look at the movie 300, the first one, fire. Top to bottom, beginning to end, fire. The second one, the fighting scenes, fire. Amazing. The story, though, because it was also a prequel, not so much. Didn't like how they did it. Um, I was just super underwhelmed and disappointed. So I just hope it's not one of those situations. Uh with this, I know you're gonna fuck with the uh Game of Thrones shit though, Hell right? Yeah,
2: it's
0: a must, yeah. So niggas will probably check that out and uh I will report back <laughs> next week with my opinion on that. Um yeah. So also I know Million Dollars Worth of Game just did an interview with Cam. I didn't see it. Like I said, I've been doing a lot. Uh, with this event, yeah, I ain't catch that one. uh, by any chance, did you see, I didn't even see any of the clips. Did you see any
1: like clips, yeah. see the episode? Damn, I'm like, going, nigga informed, huh? I didn't see yeah, all man. the shit you talking on, about. baby, teamwork, baby, yeah. make yeah. the dream work. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, i seen it. It was a good ass interview, man. Good interview. Um, it's, a, it's, it's crazy cause it's a good million dollar worth of game interviews be dope and you really don't come back. You really don't come with nothing though. You don't learn nothing new that you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like mean, it's a little uh, bit of yeah, it's yeah. a few things in there that's like that i ain't know but still the same stories that we all heard before that's all you're going to get from in and you get the basketball shit because you know cam and gilly It's where they in the nba or some shit <laughs> and um yeah but overall it's crazy i don't know how they do it how they make good ass interviews where you don't come away with nothing yeah, I mean, for them. And it's, it's- and the irony, just just called million dollar worth a game. <laughs> <laughs> you get no game. Nah. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo Twitch Switch or whatever you call that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: no stimulation whatsoever. <laughs> nah, bro,
3: it was dope. Um I'm gonna
0: check it, but what I have been checking in all of the clips i've definitely been checking the clips with math hoffa and the royce defy nine interview um yes sir i've definitely i'm all the way up to date on all of those clips i just like to hear roy speak man like when he talks um you know he just articulates himself well enough to be at least in my opinion open honest genuine and he's open for real discussion and real dialogue about whatever it is that you want to talk about those are the type of interviews that i'm drawn to the most when you have somebody who can articulate what it is that they think what it is that they felt um you know so on and so forth and also be open to allowing other people to share their opinions that might be opposing to yours and then have a dialect to kind of you know get some sort of understanding or not i just like how he's able to navigate in that space and it's always good to hear him speak uh from the clips that i've seen for me personally it just gives me more confirmation for me at least to say that i believe or i've come to the conclusion that Joel and crook they basically was on some bullshit and was like Fuck it and i don't really think that Joe and Royce were wrong in this instance. I think the wrong party in this instance was Crook and Joel, 100%. And I feel like that charge was led by Crook. Uh, Wools, what do you think about, about that? Yeah,
1: I think it's a three-man weave, man. I think it's a three-man weave. And uh, the time spent away, pardon me, the time that they have been lingering without doing nothing with the brand Slaughterhouse affected them proceeding when because it only been off a year. That's let's talk about the fact before we start getting into uh, opinions, right? It was on Shady. Um, I think everybody was cool except um, Joe Buttons of continuing being a Slaughterhouse member or doing anything Slaughterhouse while it was still on Shady. That's facts. So they ain't got to dispute that. That's all facts, right? So they got it off of Shady, however, they got it off of Shady, right? Boom. It's only been off of Shady one year. And then this is when um the the vague, you know what I mean, difference of opinions or whatever happened. So that's that that's how that go. Now, my opinion is it's a three-man weave, and the reason why I say that, I think um Joel. It's all personal. It starts personal first before it even gets business. So I think Joel and Royce got, like, internal, you know, rift or whatever you want to call it. And then Crooked Eye and Joe Buttons got internal rift. So then that forces, you know, a division or whatever, and you see what we see now. Now, as far as the business side of it, I'm only hearing that, you know... (sighs) Because they paying it to make it seem like Crooked and Joel only did this move because they really really needed money
0: well, that's the that's what people are saying. People are assuming this. no that's kind of what these
1: clips are not to cut you. that's kind of what these clips are like insinuating as well the the Hoffa clips, but that's only you know being
0: insinuated by the cast on the pod. like it's not being it's not being confirmed or supported by Royce. he's not he's not saying yes or no. He's saying, If if we go with that, if we say that that is the reason and then he starts his dialogue from there, from a brotherhood and friendship and respect perspective, you know, if that's the case, then, according to him, there was no conversation intricately or in detail about what it is we were going to do collectively moving forward, how we were going to proceed. It was just okay. I want to do this and. If you do, if you say anything other than yes, then fuck it, I'm gonna blow it all up. But the fuck it, I'm gonna blow it all up, just came, that was an act that was on their own. Like that was a surprise to Joe and Royce because there wasn't even a discussion of, fuck it, I'm gonna blow it all up if you don't say yes to this. But that was the perspective and the approach that was taken by Crooked Eye. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that, um, what'd you say? And Initially, I I, can't, I forget what you said,
1: but I, I basically... Yeah, that, comes, that comes from them having so many years of waiting for that one guy. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Crook don't <laughs> like Joe,
3: and he was trying to get the fuck away from Joe, and niggas need to just
1: keep it real and say that, man. I like, just said those... that before you got on. I said, Joel and Royce don't like each other, and Joe uh, jo and Crook got, got a thing, but it's a three-man weave. I just called it.
3: Yeah, you're you 100%, like you 100% accurate. But the Royce and Joel... But that's personal, like, which affects the business. But it look, Yeah, it looked like Sorry. their differences can be set aside for the betterment of the team. But the other two, no. And it, 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 it nigga could have just said that, right? Like, yo, I don't fuck with Joe, and I wanted to get away from Joe. Um, like the dancing around it and all of that shit is just crazy to me. Like I, I, I uh, if asking me, crook sound crazy, and crook been sounding crazy the entire time. Um, out of everybody, and the other people are just moving off of him, looking and sounding crazy, and trying not to say that. They're trying to save face and not just say crook buck.
0: Cause I think there's
3: respect. there still, even in the midst of the disagreement. I don't it think means. it's respect. I think it's because he might be a nigga subject to f- and, um, wait, they hold on. what's that? He might be a nigga that what? Subject to flip and they don't want that. They don't want that problem for the most part is what it look and sound like to me. You think that's how Royce feels? Yep. I think that's how everybody feel. Not out of, I'm not saying out of fear. I'm saying out of, like, you know this nigga be on what type of time, so because he do, niggas kind of walk on eggshells because that's just his
1: personality. I think, I think, and we said this last time when we spoke about this, I think two niggas wanted to rap and do business later, and two niggas wanted to do business first and rap later. Now, however you take you I mean? Because I'm taking all the personal shit aside because the personal shit is, like I said, the three-man weave, however that but, go.
3: But they keep saying, like, yo, it, it, it's only Crooked saying, yo, we've been waiting 10 years to rap. But if you were on the label and you couldn't get off the label, then you weren't waiting 10 years to rap. Right.
1: What you're doing twisting the
0: facts. Though. You're twisting You're twisting the facts because the fact is it's been 10 years since your last album and so it's easy to frame it that way and saying we've been waiting 10 years. But They have uh,
3: put out, it'd be one thing, Crook and Joel put out a project two years ago. So then, what was the problem? And you could say, you know, it it, it, integrity, right? Like, integrity is doing, is doing the the right thing thing when no one, when no one is watching, right? right? It's, how you carry yourself. Ain't nobody, it's like, nigga, no, I'm not fucking with y'all no more. Like, you can say that. And you're well within your right to say, yeah, I'm not fucking with y'all no more. Yo, this is what I'm doing. So when people don't do that- It's a violation, and it's a lack of respect. It's it's not a violation, I would say. It's a a violation
0: of respect. Well, I think you just gotta You've disregarded the relationship for whatever personal reasons that you have.
3: Well, it, it, it's I I don't put more you, on a person than they put on themselves. No, right? no, no, like, but but
0: but what I'm saying is facts are facts. Still, if right. if we're friends, and but who's, who's to say? You're that?
3: With, but wait, you're saying if we are friends, that's from your perspective. I got- like if you're saying if we are friends, no, that's your perspective of it. I might not feel like we friends unbeknownst to you.
0: No, but that's well. I, in, in finishing my statement, I was gonna say if we are friends and that's a mutual understanding and a mutual relationship, but it's that, not
3: your actions dictate if it's mutual, right? right? Like right. If, if if you disrespect me, if you do, if you cross one of my lines, right? Mm-hmm. and it's not a once you're aware that you cross my line and you do and it anyway a, oh shit my bad or something to that sort then now you're letting me know how you look at the relationship you don't have to tell me anything your actions is going to tell me mm-hmm. right so when people do shit it says how they feel about you it says who they are whether they uh And I don't want to say it this way, but this is the only way. Whether they have the ability to uh, verbalize it or not, because everybody don't have the ability to speak. um, To speak, period. To say how they feel, to say what they want. Everybody don't have that ability. And I've noticed just uh, personally, rappers more so than not articulated the word I'm looking for. Rappers, in my opinion, really don't have the ability to articulate themselves. Like it, it comes from me watching a lot of interviews of what they are trying to say and what actually comes out,
1: right? Um, huh? well, I don't want to cut you, but I'll, I'll give you, but these are the f- one of the four rappers, if not all four of them, or one of the few that we could say know how to articulate themselves, right? I disagree right. with you, I disagree with you.
3: They know how they themselves
1: through song. Well, that's why I said two of them wanted to rap and do business later, and the other two wanted to do the business first and rap later. So, in turn, the people who just want to rap like, yo, why y'all niggas don't want to rap? That's how we started. Yo, we used to just rap, rap, all this fucking numbers and percentages. I can't, and I, can't and like, that.
3: I can't believe that for how long they sat and waited
1: to do what they did. If that saying, exist, that's what it that's- Excuse I'm trying me. to break it down in lamest terms because I'm not trying to be Stephen A with Slaughterhouse. You know what I'm saying I'm no, just saying. But no, no, right no. I'm
3: saying when, when you say, yo, we just want to rap. Well, you've been rapping like the stuff that they're saying,
1: but they want to rap with their yeah, crew they though. together. They
0: want to rap together,
3: bro. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's evidence of that shit not being true because of the, the projects that came out. Like if there was no projects over that whole course of time, it'd be a different story. No. That's well, everybody was on story. each other's projects. Everybody's on each other's projects when they so did that, drop. That tells me it ain't the smoke that niggas is saying. Up until uh, that current time period, it wasn't the smoke of, yo, we couldn't get niggas to rap because you've seen niggas rapping.
1: No, nah, it's one nigga oh, hey. didn't want to rap. One There's one particular, and this is the facts. It's not right. opinion. One dude didn't want to rap under the shady banner. And that's Joe Buttons. That's the fact. We ain't got to hey, sit here so, and play musical chairs with that. So that's, right. that's what kept them from doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, but,
3: but once it got off the shady banner, right? Now thought has to go into re-releasing the project. Now you got four grown men who I would say all four of these grown men take care of other people. Right? It ain't just, yo, today you can pick up and go do some shit and i think they all know that right so i would say if you look at crook and joel even in doing their project i don't think that project was done in a week i think they had to set aside time scheduling and make it make sense for the both of them when it comes to four people it's going to be a little bit harder to do this ain't fucking rocket science
1: we got we got to keep in mind too when this shit first started slaughterhouse everybody was in the same boat artistically financially somewhat This go around it's it's divided, right? It's like Joe Button's probably the highest financial he's ever been, probably higher than them. Then Royce comes after, and then crooked and Joe Joel come after. So it's not even the same playing field, like mentally. Like
3: I don't don't uh -uh. don't believe that shit to be true, dog. Like
1: I I I you know, you know, Joe, you know Joe Button's like I'm not moving off the couch unless it's for a certain number. But where I where where
3: the argument and I did believe that at first, with the argument being
1: them being financially
3: <laughs>
1: No, I think that's how I think that's how Joel and Crook are looking at it. Yeah, just like that, little girl.
3: Just
2: like that. I don't don't
3: believe them being as financially... I mean, not as. I don't believe them to be financially strapped. And that's what I thought at first was like, yo, these niggas was financially strapped and they just wanted to put something out to make some money. That's what I thought at first. But, like, from looking at the... They just wanted to get... I think Crook just wanted to get away from Joe. And he put something on the table that he knew Joe wasn't going to agree to. And that was the reason for him to get away from Joe. It ain't rocket science, like you know what I'm saying? Because if money was the play, them
1: staying under that mm. brand would have been the better money play. Now, the conflict that comes in play, the only person that thinks he was gonna rap was Royce.
2: I think so all the other three
1: members knew that was Joe Button rap. wasn't gonna rap. I don't, I don't, I I I don't
3: I've listened to Joe Button podcast, and he's never said that he's not rapping. He's always said he's not rapping under a major. They were no longer on a major. Like if you, he's that where everybody keeps, and that's what Royce is saying is that everybody is painting a picture of him, but you can really see if you really go look at him saying he's not rap. He's never said I'm done rapping. He's always said I'm done rapping to the standard of the old business model. I'm done with the oh, old.
1: Well, why is it yeah. such, such a mystified, like you feel what I'm saying? Like, why is the mystery mystified in the air? Yeah, it's It's like so, niggas, so you, back, gonna do you ain't you talking it was, about it. A nigga said, like, yo, I don't know. I'm not i am not going to rap unless uh man you no no tell me this. Indian
3: He's saying I'm no longer work for hire. I've afforded myself the position. To put out money from, I mean, put out music from an owner standpoint, not an employee, a
1: employer standpoint, not an employee standpoint. Right, and I'm what I'm saying. That goes back to what I'm saying. Joelle and Crooked felt like they were Joe Buns employees being in Slaughterhouse, lamest terms. They don't feel like equal members. They feel like they being like a tag along to the Joe Button show. I, I I just I hear what you're saying that's what it felt like from from their actions. I'm just well, going by it, with their
3: actions. But here's the thing, right? And I look at it this way. They they there are independent artists in music, right? And they work with these independent artists. So it's not like Joe Button's business uh you know practice is foreign and it's something that they don't understand. Right? So like if you look at whole uh, you know all of the independent niggas joe is moving out of independent niggas move yo i'm not getting up if it don't make sense so it's not like you you do the same shit but i get i I get it i just i i think it's it's they using i think crook is using joe as the escape goal i mean he, he just wanted to get the fuck away from joe and he could just say that yo. He said it on the last interview, me and Joe, but did you see his last shit that he just put out after him responding to him and Joe? Well, responding to Royce's breakfast club? He said, me and Joe don't mesh. And it was time for me to get the fuck away from him. And he should have just said that from the gate.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, i tell you what. <laughs> I'm I'ma still watch that whole math Hopper, uh episode <laughs> with Royce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pinching it. <laughs> Word, yo, math makes me mad, and it's still genius because I watch all of them like a dodo, and then if I don't like, I'll probably still try to catch the episode too. Like I, I, you know, whatever, man. That's his business model, and uh, it works because clearly. I'd be mad and I'd still be doing it. Now, the only thing I will say is math is definitely super clickbaity. Like <laughs> his titles be crazy. Like he'll pick the worst thing you said in a 13, 14 minute time span and make that be the headline with zero context. Like yeah, one of good. them, sh- yeah, one of them shits was like, um, it was a quote from Royce, and he was like, Yeah, if I gotta go beat Eminem up, you know what I'm saying? It's like my nigga if you watch the clip and you hear royce did say those words but if you hear the complete sentence before and after like he's not talking about beating him and him up like and in fact he was talking about figuratively beating him up like beating him up from the perspective of continuing to to talk to him about the same thing and like just being in his ear about it constantly Like he was speaking in that context he wasn't speaking about Physically, like you know, so that's the only thing I will say. Um, he's definitely super clickbaity with the uh with the titles, but nonetheless, I I do fuck with the pod, so you know, shout out to them. Um, now, football is pretty much back. Uh, we got about I guess, another two three weeks before the season kicks off. Um. Wolves, have you been watching any preseason at all? Just the Raiders' joints. Right. Um, but you saw – how many games you had, one or two?
1: I think we had three. We played Miami all this weekend, I think. Okay.
0: Now, they shortened it, right? So, that's it. It's only three weeks?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I don't think you yeah, have any added one more game, the regular season, three, three seasons, yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, I haven't seen any games, uh, my team or anybody else's. I saw a couple highlights, um, but <laughs> you know, of course, being a Dallas fan, you know, we always gonna be in the news every day, regardless. And one of the stories, um, this last week was AB coming out and telling Jerry Jones to call him, um, and then Jerry Jones was asked about it by I think TMZ or somebody. You know, what did he feel about it? And he talking about, oh, nah, we good. Like, we'll, we we want to give these young boys a chance. You know, I don't, I don't understand Jerry Jones at this point. But then again, if we're talking business, I forget what I was watching or listening to, but they broke something down and they basically were saying about the NFL owners. It might have been Joey and them shit, but the NFL owners, some owners care about winning. Other owners care about making money so the ones who care about making moment money IE a Jerry Jones um with the the Cowboys being one of if not the biggest uh brand in all of sports I know the Yankees you know are obviously up there but I believe the Cowboys money wise the yeah Cowboys I think the biggest yeah I think they're the biggest so it's like I think he's more concerned about his bottom line in that aspect from the marketing and and all of those different things. And it doesn't seem to me that he has winning at the forefront. Sure, we got some talented players, but it's like, to make a statement like that lets me know you don't really care about winning or you're not prioritizing it the same way. Unless,
3: I say that. I say unless that. he has information that ABA ain't 100%
0: maybe maybe not whatever but he's taken so many chances on players that weren't as good and that had way more um you know baggage that came with them he's taken players that have had real live domestic violence cases you know what I'm saying and and charges and found guilty on with footage and all kind of shit he had people with manslaughter <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he's had all different types of players. Um, but winning at that point in time was was like it seemed more of a priority. I think he's just concerned about making making money. I don't think he's as bad as an Al Davis, but I don't think that they're miles apart in terms of the stubbornness. Um, because it's really annoying, bro. <laughs> it's really annoying as a fan, it's mad annoying. Um, so I know um we open up against Tampa Bay they keep talking and then I don't like our 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 front office either like I don't really like none of them I don't like none of the people that's in charge. <laughs> I don't like nobody over there like everybody is talking for no reason and saying shit that you shouldn't be saying like why are reports coming out saying Dak had the greatest training cramp of his career like shut up what are you saying that for why are you telling me this information Cause for one, I, be- I don't believe you. And for two, what difference does that make? It only matters what you do on the field on Sunday. I don't want to hear about your training camp, bro. Stop trying to sell tickets because you're going to sell them anyway. Let's just put the product on the field and be great. Um, I don't know. Girl, are you as frustrated as me?
3: <laughs> Cause I'm, yeah fed up.
2: <laughs> I,
3: I wanted, I, I, I just knew we was going to get AB from me watching him on the pivot. And listening to how he taught, I knew he wanted to come to Dallas. And I was uh, trying to speak that into existence. So um, to hear Jerry Jones say that is like, wow. But I tried to, you know, in at this part of my life, respect professional decisions. Like uh, he is to some degree a professional and he may have more information than I have. Wait, who no, is professional definitely. to some degree? Who are you talking about? Jerry or, or A.B. Jerry Jones is a professional.
0: Absolutely. I about to say, he no, to some degree. He's absolutely yeah. a professional. Yeah, he's so, a billionaire. He's mad professional. <laughs> but
3: I mean, in, in, in you know, the sports, right? Dude. In the sports, right? um. So I'm just saying, like, I tried to trust their judgment and as long as the means justify the end like if ab goes somewhere and he win a ring it's like jerry you was a dickhead but if he don't go nowhere and win a ring it's like ah you know it's the same thing with Mello. we had the mellow conversations of Mello being washed or whatever and now Mello could go wherever he wants he's waiting to pick which team looked like they got the best chance of uh winning a ring to decide where he going yeah i don't know um
0: nonetheless i'm still you know excited for the uh for the season hey when the last time you actually been to a a, a game
3: me yeah ain't no football team out there or no
1: basketball team it's only those I good ones yeah,
2: yeah. i forgot
1: oh yeah you don't got the rams no more right yeah Damn. Burn. So you had to go to Chicago. It looked like they, um,
3: it looked like they investing in that area. So a team may be coming back, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know St. Louis, uh, just, Mm -hmm. they building a major league soccer stadium. So, um, that's going to be interesting to see. I think I'm definitely going to go to a soccer game (laughs) and that's going to bring I mean, you would go
1: to Kansas City. How far are you is from Kansas City?
3: Kansas City, like three hours, three and a half. That's and, your best, and, best. What about Chicago? Chicago, four and a half.
2: So Kansas
3: close to The um on oh, Tennessee. What is that? Yeah, the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. Titans oh. in Nashville, though. Yeah, but that ain't that far neither. I don't think. I don't know. Indianapolis ain't that far neither. Indianapolis is like three, uh, three hours. Word. But you had to make that shit a whole
0: weekend.
1: Yo, dad's over there. do come, gonna back. come back. back. A lot of people
0: yeah.
2: don't come back. You said what?
3: Same day? Same day. Um, Kansas that. City definitely uh, is going to come back. Yeah, I ain't with it. I don't want to drive
0: three hours, go to a four hour game, then drive three and a half hours back same day. I don't want to do that. I want to chill.
3: Like, I'm gonna at least spend the
0: night.
2: I'm I mean, at least come the time. day before. So,
3: huh? uh, sir. Locks had a show out there. We went up there for the show and then came back that night. How tired were you? I made it to work late and I had to be to work at like six in the morning. Tired.
2: <laughs>
0: it's too much, man. It's doable. You know what I'm saying. I used to
3: hate fun be- being at work tired though. Huh? It was fun being at work that tired. Yeah. My man. time woke up. The day was over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <He> was <sleeping. laughs>
1: oh shit! That's funny. He doesn't man. mean it, guys. He's playing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh. The views in uh, content put out by Nine Five is not the same as Danelle. <laughs> yeah,
0: I Disclaimers.
2: can't. It.
0: <laughs> or, um, but yeah, I don't. Um, I don't got nothing else outside of sports. Oh, wolves! Like I said, uh, definitely this week because I had to get that event out the way uh, first. I was like super locked in with that, but I'm gonna definitely send out those. Uh. Those fantasy football uh invites this week, and uh, yeah, sir. Yeah,
1: man. I, I, I was asking since y'all was talking about the Cowboys, did Dez sign with y'all or was that just like a rumor or whatever? Nah, nah. Dez ain't. Nah. It's over. Dez ain't playing oh. no more football. <laughs> nah, no, he. It was some like not too long ago, but I didn't know if it was official or not. Nah,
0: definitely not official with us. But he ain't playing no more football. He done. He 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 chilling. He ain't playing no more. Not in the NFL. <laughs> he ain't playing no more football. It's over. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna send those out later on in the week. Anybody else listening that uh, normally is in the joint, be on the lookout for that too as well. Um. And you know,
1: what's y'all picks? Since we out, what's y'all picks for the for the for the for the chip? I know it's a long shot, but that's one of those ones when you start the season.
0: Ask me next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
0: <laughs>
1: Shit.
0: Um, you got anything else before we uh wrap it up?
1: Brooklyn Misdemeanor, season two. I don't know if y'all be fucking with it, but that's... Yeah. Fun. Yeah,
2: that's dope. Brooklyn Misdemeanor. I know,
1: I know, I know, um... I know Key going to keep us updated with P-Valley. And we got the Sha. Jersey's going to keep us updated with the Sha.
3: Key going to keep us updated with P-Valley. I (laughs) I checked out.
1: Sha Valley right there. Y'all look like Sha Valley right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, Niggas come together and make up Sha Valley. All right. right. So
0: ladies and gentlemen, uh there you have it another uh, another week another episode i'll uh, I, i'll see y'all i talk i'll talk to y'all again next week <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's it's absolutely over these guys are done we go we're gonna wrap this one up and uh as make sure everybody out there is telling the friend to tell a friend and until next time anything rico
1: I'm <laughs>